This is Auto Success, the podcast. This podcast is for automotive sales professionals looking for tools and strategies for maximum success. Now, here's your host, Thomas Williams. Today on Auto Success, the podcast, we're speaking with Bill Wittenmeyer, partner at eLead One. Today, we'll be talking about finding the right CRM for your dealership and how to fit it into your existing processes. Welcome, Bill. It's a pleasure to have you today. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate you guys uh, taking the time and inviting me. Excellent. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in the industry. Uh, I think it's the same story that most people uh, in the car business it kind of fell. Into. Um, you know, my, my mom and my dad didn't look at me when I was born and, and say, wow, we want him to be a car salesperson. You know, I think it's something that happened. I always loved cars, but the reality was I needed money. You know, I was in college and I needed a way to pay for it to continue. And I saw the three D's, a draw, a demo and a day off. And that was uh, very interesting to me. And what was, uh, what was also really interesting looking back is how, how much things have changed. You know, that's over 20 years ago. I walked into the first five dealerships uh, trying to get a sales job. I was in a suit. I had a resume and a four-year college degree, and the first four turned me down. So things have definitely changed dramatically since then. Now, Bill, we're talking about the CRM systems in dealerships today. And and how have those systems changed in the past few years, both in technology and uh, as well as in the importance of the dealership process? Well, I think they've grown much more intuitive. Uh, there's a lot of different points really that, that they've changed, but they're more retail centric now. You know, I think years ago, CRMs were really just about follow-up or just about a tool that a dealer felt like they needed to have or an internet lead management tool. You know, now you have so many different aspects that, that customer relationship management circles around base mining, you've got desking opportunities, you've got used car, vehicle pricing, inventory, marketing, you know, the tie into the service lane. I think you really look at CRMs now as connecting all different departments of the dealership. And not only that, but connecting all the life cycles of the customer as well with a consistent, appropriate message at the right time. Um, you know, it's it, back in the days that you have most of the sales guys would never even set foot in the service department to try to make sure they got a CSI question answered correctly. Now, I think it's really about tying all those different opportunities together. If you look from the technology side, that's changed dramatically. You know, now you're looking at mobile, uh, internet based versus server. Um, you've got applications and apps for the different phones, mobile devices. You know, it's really an on the go application now as opposed to a standalone. I don't think anybody would be very surprised that if we saw in the next year, maybe three on the outset, that we'd really probably go away from desktop computers altogether inside the dealerships. I'd be much more of an interactive, you know, through the iPads or the tablets, really that mobile access that's going to provide salespeople the ability to not only communicate properly, but to input information in a timely manner and get information back to consumers in a timely manner. The big keys that I see in the differences in CRM now. Bill, when a dealer is looking for a new CRM system or is looking to change their system, what are some of the key points they should look for? You know, I think now most dealers have experience with the CRM, whether that's a good experience or a bad experience, but most of them had experience of some kind. I think certainly learning from those experiences, what worked, uh, what didn't work and why, 
uh, points, but I have five points that I think are, are really key when we go in. And number one, it's centralized. Look to identify what's important. Make sure the core of what you do in your retail environment and your dealership uh, is there inside the CRM and, and that you're looking at and is flawless. I think second, you know, don't get too caught up in the eye candy or the wow factors. Um, if your business model cannot be supported, then the rest is immaterial and you'll just be shopping on CRM again later. And there's a lot of great eye candy and sizzle that's out there, but what does it really boil down to? Separate from reality versus utopia. Uh, third point, probably knowledge. I think what you really want from a CRM is one that's car people based or retail based. You know, look for companies that specialize in CRM for the industry. You want experts in the industry, not just to buy the blue light special off the shelf, right? Cost in the long run is going to be a lot higher if you have to go back and change versus saving a few pennies up front because you bought the low leader special. You know, understand what you do. That's really key. If that CRM understands what you do and how it's going to be, that's going to be big for you later on. Uh, I think the fourth point, make sure they're innovative. You're the CRM company that you're looking at. You want one that's bringing out new ideas and new things, but always very, very strong at the core. And then finally, the fifth point would probably be support. And I think this is the largest one. You really want a company and a CRM company that can support you, not just before the installation, not just during the installation, but especially after. After the install, that's where the key is. You know, there's going to be change. There's going to be turnover. Everybody has that to a varying degree. You want a CRM company that not just comes in to show you how to use it, but really how to use it better and ultimately to sell more cars. Describe the role of a properly executed CRM system in a dealership sales structure. You know, I think I would look at CRM as the body of a dealership, and and really that's three points. You have the head, you know, that's to think, create opportunities, as well as to keep track of the current ones. Um, second piece of the arms, you need that to connect to the customer, and the salespeople, with the customers with the salespeople, vice versa. Really wrap around them, keep them close with relevant content and information, again, at the right time with the right messages. And then finally, the legs. And this is the key. You've got to keep the sales staff moving. You know, there always has to be contact. There always has to be a deal to work. There always has to be an opportunity to execute on. And I think the role and in, in the way a CRM fits into that is really integral to those items, then as some really great trainers would tell you, now you're coming to work to work versus coming to work to wait. Yeah, there's too many times inside the dealership where there are too many people still at this day that are sitting around waiting for that next opportunity to happen as opposed to going out and creating that opportunity. And good CRMs will absolutely do that. They'll give that to you in one of those three manners. And Bill, can you describe the role of a call center in a dealership and how it should be integrated in the dealership sales structure as well? Yeah, I think third-party call centers are, are really vital. And what's nice is, you know, a virtual BDC can be key. You know, you've got non-biased third-party information that comes directly from your customers. 
And let's face it, customers love to talk about the car business. The reality is they typically just won't do that with dealers. You know, go to a party, tell them you're in the car business. They'll tell you about the worst deal they ever had. They'll tell you about, you know, how they didn't get enough of their trade. They'll give it all. Try to engage them inside the dealership. They'll become closed as clamps and they won't tell you anything. You'll get real live information, real time from live calls. And look, a virtual BDC never has a day off and never prejudges a deal or an opportunity. I think they can really tie the pieces together. They can add those extra touch points, provide the dealer with valuable info to make sales, as well as create other opportunities through database campaigns, appointments, et cetera. I think to really integrate a call center properly with a CRM, you have to get past the ego. And that ego is, you know, my people should be doing it. That's their job. And realize, really, it's not what they're best at. Most good salespeople are good at belly-to-belly sales or face-to-face sales. You know, give them that support. Make the, um, Your opportunities will then have a live contact regardless of what's going on in the dealership at any given time or any given event or any given period when you have people off. And Bill, with your experience, what advice would you give a dealer or a general manager about getting their staff to fully use the features uh, their CRM system has to offer? You know, I mentioned earlier the when you're looking for a CRM, I think my advice is to stick to that core and really build from there. You know, in other words, unlike so many other things in our short life cycle, that is the month of a car dealership, this is one that has to be long term. And, and we use that that loosely, but at the end of the day, it really becomes a way of doing business, just like the sales process. You can't skip a step, you skip a sale. It has to be every day, without fail, without exception. You need to focus on those, and then you have to execute on them. You know, If you build a foundation on those items, whether it be gathering the information, which I think is very, very key, you can't execute without that, and a good CRM should help you build that foundation and gather that information, then that'll help you grow and maximize a CRM. And that really means commitment to that input and info. And again, it's not something that you do today. It's something that you do every day on every opportunity and every prospect. You know, what's interesting is the installation is only the beginning in a CRM and a process. You really have to have one person that ultimately is accountable um, and make sure that the job gets done. That's my biggest key, really. I think that you've got to make sure that you commit beforehand that it's something that this is that you're going to own. This is not a fly-by-night. This is not something that you're going to have an opportunity to change in 30 days or 60 days or 90 days. This is a commitment to doing business and doing business your just a new way and then holding the people accountable for that. And aside from that commitment you just talked about, what are some of the other missteps dealers uh, can make when, when either implementing or selecting a system, and how can those mistakes be avoided? I think that avoiding them becomes pretty obvious once you identify them. And it's probably for everybody. The three most common mistakes that I see um, when dealers or groups you know, choose CRM, number one, don't buy it for the wrong reasons, right? Cost versus need or what you can do. There are a lot of dealerships that have an idea of what they want and end up exist this as a budgetary concern. Yeah, there's dealerships that spend more money on helium on a day to put balloons out front than they will on a good process or even on, you know, a CRM in their store that is supposed to be their background. I think buy it for the right reasons versus the wrong reasons. Uh, the second thing is, you know, I think dealers sometimes assume that it's plug and play. You know, look, this is interactive. A good CRM will be customizable to your needs and you have to be 
interactive in that process and that's before the installation in the pre-install during the installation and then of course ongoing so don't assume that it's just a magic wand that comes in open up the box and all of a sudden a bunch of dancing girls are flying out it's a really interactive piece that you have to get to get involved with and then finally you know take the time to learn you know grow it with your stores yeah be interactive be proactive with the process what that means is you have to take ownership and you have to actively participate. You know, there are a lot of dealers, there are a lot of general managers that leave it up to somebody else. I think the good ones certainly don't, but the great ones will go in and they're the ones that are in those tools on a daily basis as well, because then they can do walkabout. They're not relying on somebody else to tell them the information. They're in the tool. They can see real time what's happening. And of course, it's always that leading by example. If I know that my boss is in using it, then I know it's important. Important, and I know it's important to them that it better be important to me. And Bill, what one idea would you like our listeners to take with them today? You know, I think that execution, it, it, a great thing that I was told a long time ago is either execute, and I think you have to execute consistently, right? And then do it more than your competition does. Remember, you have to have an active body. You have to have an act. If it's not a bad one, a, a dead corpse. You know, and it's just another check to write to eliminate vendors and find partners. I, I think the biggest thing you have to do is you really just have to execute and do it consistently. And what does that mean? That can be a lot of different things. But without those original foundations, all you're going to do is execute badly. So start with those basics. Make sure that you've got a strong logging information gathering. It's part of the commitment. It's every single customer. It's every single opportunity. Execute on all those opportunities on a consistent basis. And always, always, always follow up. Come up with a relevant, consistent message back out to your consumers. Don't just send something. Don't just call. And don't just rely on email. It's got to be a multi-prong. I see a lot of people that get into a CRM or internet lead management and then think automated emails are going to somehow magically happen and bring customers in. I think you've really got to do multi-prong. So, you know, make sure you email out, follow it up, all, then you have something to talk about. Hey, it's that email I just sent you and these are the things that were in it. I wanted to make sure that you got it. Those are the type of things that I think are really big. Back to execution. Some excellent information for our audience. We appreciate your time today, Bill. Well, I appreciate you guys having me very much. Our guest today has been Bill Wittenmeyer, partner at eLead One. For more information about his company, visit www.elead-crm.com. Thanks for listening to the Auto Success Podcast. For more information about Auto Success Magazine, log on to autosuccessonline.com. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions about this show or future shows, email us at podcast at autosuccessonline.com. Now make it a successful day.